morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with my friend, Olivia Parrud. Hi, Olivia. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time. We I looked back on the um, on the schedule. I think you were on years ago. <laughs> so it's been a long yeah. time, but um, I always love working with you and uh, love the messages that you share and the love that you you um, you know how to bridge the gap between uh, left, left, left brain and right brain in a way that really makes sense for people. So Olivia, um, the way I met you originally, um, I think was in Boulder because you used to live here and we would go to events and see each other. And then yeah. you wrote a book, Love at Work. I think that was the first time we really spent some time together. Do you want to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about your journey um, so that people that don't know you understand um, your journey from IT, left, left, left brain land <laughs> to now? Would you, would you share? Sure. And so I'm going to give a little bit of history, which uh, it'll be quick. But as a kid, I couldn't read very well. I was just, my brain was so creative. I could read, but I couldn't retain. So math came easily. So I studied math, but I really went on a spiritual journey in my 30s and uh, wanted to study psychology or do spiritual healing. But I had kids and my husband had health issues. And I thought, well, I probably should do the practical thing. So I ended up getting a degree in statistics and then was recruited into the evil corporate world, or I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> oops, uh, let's just say the culture felt very harsh. And luckily there were people from different cultures. I found that I could have spiritual conversations with people from India and Asia. It was very fun, but a lot of the uh, people in the world kept that part quiet. And, and so I did too, for the most part. Then I had this epiphany when I read this book called The World is Flat by Thomas Freeman. Mm -hmm. And he said, do you remember that? Yes, I do. He said the world's going virtual, digital and um, global. And I thought, oh, wow. So what does that mean to business? And I was already because I was not happy about the culture, I was already uh thinking like, how does that change things? And, and I saw leadership in a couple of places. I worked for several credit card banks and the ones that had this open-hearted leadership did so much better than the ones that had the fear-based leadership. And so then I, I kind of had this aha, like, oh, maybe because things are changing so quickly because of data and my technical work, that leadership has to change as well. So if you think about it in the I don't know if you could say back in the 50s and 60s, when our country was more industrial, the CEO could probably go and do the jobs on the line and, and replace anyone. Today, even the least skilled worker in any business is using a computer pretty much, I, I think. So and it really changed the landscape to mean that employees are more valuable because they're they have higher training. And they need to be more creative because everything linear is being automated. So that really, to me, said we need a new kind of leadership. And I did a bunch of research. I actually wrote a book on that, too, called uh, Business Intelligence Success Factors, which was kind of tying together. The, I thought of it as spiritual, but I put it in terms of quantum physics and evolutionary biology because I was trying to appeal to the left brainers to say, hey, this is really the way we need to be leading. So then I was passionate too about just thinking, well, what if we go into work and are, and we have an open heart? And so I was guided to write Love at Work, which sort of makes a more spiritual and heart-centered argument for leading differently. And then it kind of led me into my own journey, which has now taken me into this path of wisdom. So that's kind of how I got here. I love this. Well, um, the, the, um, opportunity to bring people through using science, quantum physics, um, which, uh, you know, quantum physics, a lot of it 
is still being proven, although the ancient wisdom is being explained through quantum physics and the people that had the original peoples already knew all of it, how to work in this system. But, but what I really liked about what you were doing is you were finding other people like Steve Farber, who we both love, um, that also were adventuring out into a new way of being a servant leader or a servant creating servant communities where they were really focused on win, 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 win. Because the other model is based on fear and not being, giving away your power, not being powerful and not using your genius because you're not encouraged to. And um, our future and our capability to make really important decisions, all of these problem solving decisions come from where you're talking about, where you realize your wisdom and then rock it, right? Right. I agree. And I think wisdom is more, so I have a definition that I use. It's if you think of a Venn diagram, which being a math geek, I love them, but some people don't, but think about it as three overlapping circles. So we have our knowledge and experience, which many people might call that our wisdom, but I also feel like it, it includes our gifts and talents. So these are things we were born with perhaps that came naturally or more easily. And then our passion and intuition, which I feel by me getting doing my own healing work and being able to access my intuition. And I know you're very strong in that area, right? That I get guidance and I feel like the combination of that and my knowledge and all my work experience and um, my natural gifts and talents is what gives me wisdom. And I think there's a lot of us in fact, when I retired from corporate, mainly because the software was, I was having to continue to learn new coding languages. <laughs> I was just, had no fire for it. And I thought, well, what could I do? Well, people like me still have a lot to give. And maybe there's other people who've retired from corporate or maybe are in corporate, but want to do something with a deeper meaning. So that's when I started thinking, oh, maybe we could help people bring out their wisdom. So that's kind of how... I love that. And, and I think a lot of cultures, um, the, the American culture may new and improved is always what people talk about. And, and, you know, if it's new, it's better, but, but in a lot of other cultures, the sages, the crones, the, the wisdom holders in, um, in society are looked mm -hmm. with reverence instead of discarded. Um, and um, that's that's something that is a big change for the American, well, we wanna say Western, a lot of Western culture. Although if you consider Europe as part of the West, they still honor their, mm -hmm. their, um, age, their aging population more than, than the US does. U.S. and Canada. Yeah, and in the U.S., we have the Native Americans who really honor their, they have the yeah. whole council of grandmothers. And yes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. There's, there's people. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say there are people uh, speaking to that, that they want to get a new council of grandmothers to help guide our country. So I'm volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, I can introduce you to a, a whole grandmother circle that um, oh. I've been a guest in and I've interviewed. Um, I published a book for one of them this year, um, where uh, past year, last year, <laughs> it's a new year. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the, the idea of circle and the idea of small team is really something that you learned in IT. A lot of that was not like guerrilla warfare where you got this little team that was specialized and they go in and they do the work. Um, I was also part of that with Arthur Anderson where we would um, get projects and break it into teams and um, to get to get fast results for people. Mm -hmm. And um, without wisdom, there's a lot of time. It takes a lot more time without somebody with a bigger perspective of how mm -hmm. these components all fit together. Um, so, yeah. 
So I want to ask about that, about team, as far mm -hmm. as rocking your wisdom. And then I have another question about like that. Okay. Well, yes. So I, I have this um, logo behind me. Rock your wisdom is a, uh, a summit I'm doing actually tomorrow. So if anybody's interested, you go to rockyourwisdom.com. But what I want to do is get people who are full of wisdom and want to share it to make an impact and have meaning in their life um, together with others who feel the same. And I just think that's a creative uh, soup that could be so powerful. We know from quantum physics that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. That there's this new space basically called some people call it the we space like Patricia Albert, I'll give a shout out to her. Mm -hmm. She talks about that we space, which is mm -hmm. the, the place, that energy we're all participating in together. And I feel like that's where the power is. And it also can have a healing effect beyond. So that's the other part of quantum physics or spirituality is it can affect energetically um, wherever it touches or permeates. Wow. Well, um, so the idea, I think, that um, this field of possibilities, uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, which I got to uh, spend time with and and uh, we worked with with the Co-Creators Convergence group, um, we would have a meeting once a year and we would call it walking into the field. And it was palpable energy where people surrendered their egos and their costumes of their personality in order to see how the puzzle pieces could fit. And there's this mm -hmm. energy that happens that is um, remarkable. It's, it's genius yeah. in motion really. And um yes. Yeah, that so I miss those. Um, COVID kind of changed that. Um, us meeting in person kind of changed that. Um, but um, are you finding that in your rock your wisdom work that there's any difference in how women versus men um rock their wisdom or how the um how the collaborations work because we're still in a patriarchy we're we're hopefully moving to a more balanced culture mm -hmm. but right now are you finding that is a um is a component of what you're seeing that's such a great question and when i do promotions i do hear from women more and what's so interesting, I think we both have masculine and feminine energy. And I do think that the men are, there's a divine feminine, they're getting that more in balance. As are we, you and I could probably say, I think there was a time when I had more masculine energy than feminine because yep. I've had to live in survival mode for a lot of my life. And interestingly, I ran, uh, I do a mastermind. I'm getting ready to launch. And I did it a couple of years ago and I had more men than women in it. And these men were amazing and are still working together. Two of them, one was, is now I think he's 85 now. So he was 83 when he was in my program and he partnered with another fellow that is in his sixties and they're still doing work together oh. around the Godlight movement, which I, maybe people have heard of that. And I, so I think it's really not men versus women, but there's so many great men out there that, that have that balanced masculine and feminine. And that's where we get the yin and the yang and, you know, both sides of the brain working together, all parts of wisdom coming through. Yes. I love that. I love that. I, I think more and more um, we're seeing the shift happening where everyone is questioning their um, programs and that the the program that we had was um, a, a male dominant program. It's his story <laughs> instead yeah. of her story. But uh, I agree that um, in order to be in business and to be in management in business or have any high ranking um, position in business, 20, 30 years ago, you had to have a lot of your masculine, but I'm not sure it was the divine masculine. 
Uh, no, I, think I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, that was. So, I mean, honestly, that was kind of that that aha that I had where it was the old fear-based masculine that was running the show, and then I realized, oh well, for for us to be very agile and really value people, which are now going to be the best resource of our company, we've got to do more of the sacred masculine or divine masculine type of leadership, which is really servant leadership. It's um, yeah. the kind that you attract people to follow you. You don't push them or force them. It's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that this, um, this show is really dedicated to the servant leaders in so many ways because they're so busy spending time finding ways to uplift their customers and their employees that they a lot of times don't get to do all the work on themselves or they do the work on themselves and may not be able to see the benefit. We A lot of times in leadership, you get the complaint department <laughs> and you don't yeah. always get the, thank you so much. You were the best teacher, the best best uh, leader I've yeah. ever had, you know, you don't get yeah. that. So, yes. So, yeah. so um, in rock your wisdom, um, we'll, we'll open up and show the site in a few minutes. Um, do you feel that um, these, these people are um, that, that you're featuring, cause I'm one of them, um, that they, they're ageless kind of, I, I feel like, the, that whole stigma of the, you know, 60 is a new 40 or however you want to say yeah. it, that, that, that I, I just can't even imagine when I'm going to be ready to retire. I just, I, you know, and, and I think that's what a lot of these people are like, right? Oh, absolutely. And just let me tell you a quick story and then I'll share more. Okay. There's a, uh, <clears throat> I was at a training a couple weeks ago and I was sitting next to a fellow who was a financial planner and he works a lot with retired people to help them manage their money. And he said, they come in after retiring and they're all excited and energetic and want to do something exciting. And then he said, I see them two years later, they're using a cane. They can barely <gasps> talk. And he'll say, well, what have you been up to? And they say nothing. So they're, I don't think we're meant to retire. We might change what we're doing, but if we're still, I think the old model of I'm going to quit and just play golf or sit on the couch and watch Netflix or whatever, it doesn't give people meaning. And it, if you've retired from a job or a corporate position where you've had an impact and then suddenly nobody cares what you're doing or looks up to you or, or you don't get to inspire people, I've seen a lot of people feel depressed. And this is part of my outreach is to say what you have, people need it. And, and you're, what you know is very valuable. So let's get it out to the world. And I really don't think anybody would choose retirement that I think our society has pigeonholed us into. Uh, and I'm hoping to change that. So yes. Yeah. That's great. Well, I just was with my grand, my brand new grandson in uh, Maryland, and mm -hmm. I really felt old. <laughs> I mean, and, <laughs> and even, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. It, 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 there was such a difference between me and the five-year-old. I mean, there is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but, but, um, but the thing was, is like, I watched the other grandmother who really, is sedentary, seems depressed. I mean, and um, and I heard my daughter say to her husband, oh, well, my mom's still working. And mm. then there was a difference about excitement, being in service, constant learning, because mm -hmm. we, unlike what the media would have you think that you're gonna be replaced by AI, your genius cannot be, your creativity cannot be replaced by AI. AI is a tool like a screwdriver or a hammer and I use it, but that's not going to replace me. It's not because it can't do what I do. Right. Right. 
Right. We have the intuition, the guidance that, uh, yeah, that AI does not have. Right. <laughs> right. Oh. And it's funny you mentioned the other grandmother. I've talked to people. I, I do a lot with people that are younger than me. <laughs> I turned 73 <laughs> this year, but I don't, I've never felt my age. And, uh, and I've had people, when I share what I'm doing, they say, oh, I wish my mom would join your group. <laughs> And I realized, oh, that's right. I'm their mother's age. And oh. so I'm appealing to people who are listening. If if you think your mom or dad, I have a friend whose parents are in a kind of an upscale retirement home in South Carolina. And I said, let them know about my program because there's probably a lot of people there You're right. with wisdom. And if they have any interest in giving back or feeling, you know, having meaning in their life, it's a it's a great venue for that. Well, I think oh. that, you know, depression sets in if you aren't in service. I mean, I, I really think we're made to serve. We're made right. to keep growing and learning and interaction. And there was that period where we were all locked down. Now we're out and it's really a time of um, opportunity to for people to um, get to play their yes. their expertise because just like you said you automatically knew you went into math and that you um you're really a system you're great at systems and and that kind of linear thinking um there's lots of people out there that could be helping people uh, the, uh even people just getting out of college know how to get a job i mean there's yeah. there's so much um regular knowledge that we've had life life experience that we've had mm -hmm. that isn't um i mean in the old days there was rotary and um and i was Santa and quantity yeah and then there was score for retired executives and all yeah. of that but but i think it's really a time of like forget what age you are keep your energy up keep healthy eat well um exercise Keep, keep working on your um, perspective of yourself and clearing. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. I want you to know, Felice, my buddy Felice said, tears in my eyes hearing you both, all the yeses oh. to sign up with VIP access. So appreciate. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Felice. And I, yeah. I want to address, thank you so much, Felice. I wanted to address your earlier question, which I meant to do about the speakers. And there's a, a range of age, but the, the knowledge we'll be sharing are really tools for you. If you want to monetize or not, you're going to need to get the word out if you have wisdom. And, you know, of course, we'll help. But there's some, a, a woman that's going to talk about publicity and you're going to be talking about all kinds of ways to get your, you know, to be inspired, find your purpose. The, the, that's really the fuel that keeps us going. And uh, there'll be some people talking about AI and technology. And I think you and I are great examples of people where if you use it, you don't lose it. Cause I'm doing all my backend, creating my funnels and I actually have fun with it. I think you do the same. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's a I game. It's see, I think it's a game. We as soon as as soon as we and I think actually business always I've been I've been lucky, I've been successful. Business has always been a game. It hasn't been about a chess, uh, like, oh no, they're gonna take all of my uh there it, there wasn't high risk to the moves, there was incremental moves that created yeah. a path to success. And yeah. um, and as long as you were in service and it wasn't all about yourself, that mm -hmm. was good. Do you want me to show the um, the site right now? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Maybe okay. even show some of the speakers. We have five live. I'm one of them. And then we okay. have 21 recordings. And Kathy graced us with that. So. Okay. Yeah. So so do you want to walk them through? This is rockyourwisdom.com. Yep. Yep. So you can head over there. We're going to be can you really sharing great ways to get your wisdom out to the world. I'm sorry. What did you say? Okay. So you can see, well, just guide me where you want me to go. 
Okay, yeah, just keep scrolling. So I'm going to be speaking, and we changed the lineup a bit because of um, Jill Lublin is just a phenomenal person on publicity and how to just get free advertising. So she's going to be speaking. Yeah. Alexis, well, she's been on our show before too. Okay, so yes, yeah. so and yeah. she's older as well. Yeah, and then Alexis uh, was actually the person that helped me put this together, and she's a copy queen, and and uh, so she's at the top. Or there she is. There's um, yeah, Alexis. She's got a great program as well um, to, to just get, you know, monetize if you want your wisdom. Uh, Danielle is going to talk about consistently creating wealth with your wisdom. Again, if that's what you're interested in. Danella Burnett is going to talk about um, how to how to grow your influence and a lot of uh, the things that Kathy and I, you know, you and I are doing um, will be shared. Then we have uh, when two Wendy's actually <laughs> uh, speak. Yeah, just all kinds of topics. We have experts on speaking. Carl, who's in the middle, he was in my last program, and he's really good at uh, helping you harvest the knowledge that you know and put it into a really great structure. So actually, you would, could think of it as wisdom harvesting. <laughs> yeah, and Leanne and Arlene. And if you want to, you click want me through, to click on here? Yeah, sure. And that way, we'll see. Your beautiful face. So we have uh, April and Jay, uh, Michelle Calloway, Bart Bartholomew. He's the one who's 85. He was a rocket scientist, and and then he, well, interesting. He's a kid. He, well, he's a Catholic, and he went to Catholic church. And when he was little, he'd see the light coming through the window and thought that that was God. And oh. so he wrote a book called God Light, where he links science and spirituality. You should get him on your show because he's okay. great. And he, he just tackles all these big science questions in terms of science and spirituality. And all he wants to do is invite conversation. That's it. And so his book is, I published his book, Godlight. It's really beautiful. And uh, and he has got, you know, like stimulating questions in it so you can get conversations going with people. And yeah, and then it's all these amazing speakers. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a lot of a lot of experience and uh, wonderful opportunity to learn from people. Will we have yeah. access to re recordings of the live sessions? Is the question, Felicia? Um, if you sign up for VIP, we say <laughs> that. We don't advertise that because we want people to show up, but you will have access if you. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, no, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, it's tomorrow. Yeah. So it's tomorrow. Yeah. She can't get right. any of you very long. We're doing, we're doing what we can to help people know about yeah. you and know about um, this whole movement. Really it is, it is, is a, way for people to have the second part of their life be the best part of their life consciously um, in service to themselves and others and vital. Um, that's the thing uh, that so many people um, uh, sort of retire and as you said, play golf or um, sometimes they do nonprofit, they become fairly self-centered or they get they become so involved with their health program that they um, diminish. Um, they they yeah. uh, uh, and even in my in my family, most of um, the kids um, still are doing something after they retired. I don't I don't I'm not retired yet, but but um, yeah, I actually thought of a word years ago that I kind of used for a while and I may bring it back, which is pro-tirement. <laughs> really, like, I think the biggest problem is people get depressed and they may then overeat or not move. And when we have meaning, even if you don't feel like you have wisdom, but you want to feel better, go volunteer at a homeless shelter or a a center for battered women, go play with their children for a while. It just makes, uh, I think it lifts the spirits. It, we get, when we, when people appreciate us, it, it creates hormones in our body that make us feel good. So I, you know, there's lots of ways, but if you have wisdom, 
I'll share one of the motivations for me because what I'm doing, I'm not always that comfortable being on camera or getting out in front of people. Uh, but I've had a tough life and I do believe now that I know why I'm here, I know my purpose and I've been given everything I need to do it. And I think, okay, if I don't do it and then I get to my end of life review or the pearly gates or whatever it is that happens when I'm ready to transition into my spirit body and they say, oh, you know, you knew what you're supposed to do. Now you have to go back and go through this very trauma-ridden life again. So that's something that fuels my my willingness to step into doing things that that frighten me or scare me. And 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 then it's fun because when we do it and everything goes okay, it's easier the next time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so perfect. I think that's where um, the programming of um of you know the the what i forget what it is but if you're visible you get squished down um that you know the the idea that uh visibility is frightening and it could be yeah. hazardous to your health i don't think that anymore um seriously this is one of the best times to get your message out to practice yeah. everything's digital if if you do a digital video and you don't like it you erase it so this yeah. isn't like the old days where you'd get on TV and like, oh my God, what did I do? Or right. radio and you can't get get the radio thing off. I mean, right now <laughs> you have a bad picture, erase it. You know what? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. So so you really don't have much to lose and everything to gain for you and everyone else because you're if if you really look at this on a spiritual side a consciousness wants to expand itself through you and so you have your own little recipe a lot of times i call it a chord you're all these different notes a composition of oh, notes and um, if you don't play your notes no one else will because you're part yeah. of this giant orchestra and um and consciousness is sending everyone, God, consciousness, source, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call it. The field informs people with memos. And as Olivia is talking about this, it's about the courage to stand up and be and try whatever's coming through. We all are inspired if we take the time to be quiet. It, it has to come through. Right. 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 And and people want to hear what we have to offer. Not everyone, but but many people are craving wisdom and we have it. We've just from our life experience and all the ways that we've things we've gone through, things we've studied, things we've experienced, things we've intuited. Uh, there is somebody out there that needs your wisdom exactly. and uh, it's yeah. So I encourage everyone to find a way to share it. And, and the other part of it is the fun factor. I mean, if we have a meter of fun and there's a fun meter of retiring and, and uh, reading books and not being, and not engaging in life versus yeah. skiing and hiking and <laughs> my fun. Yeah. That way, and um, that's what it really is a difference because people are funny. If you're if you're not around other funny humans, I mean, just watching people, it's like, where did they get the idea to do that? And I mean, yeah. they, they really are entertaining. <laughs> Everyone is entertaining, but if you're if you're all by yourself and uh, and you're not making friends and you're not doing things that um, where you're volunteering or you're offering your genius in lots of ways, it's pretty solitary. It's, it's not expanding yeah. consciousness at all. It, absolutely. And I do think, and we do work on this in, in my mastermind is that a lot of people have the desire, but they have blocking beliefs or trauma, or like you were saying, we get shut down or told to be invisible, maybe as children and so we have some fears being up. So we work on all of that, like clearing the trauma, figuring out what are those, even many unconscious 
messages and programs that keep us small. And we really need to um, shine our light. I think um, there's a great quote by Marianne Williamson. It's not the darkness, but our light that frightens us. And I think that's true. I really, when I first heard that, I went, oh yeah, that's it. Because if I become exposed, somebody's going to hurt me or, or shut me down. And so we have ways of working through and, and healing the whole timeline in the program. I think that's perfect. I do think also what you're referring to is that when you realize that people really aren't watching your every move and the criticism, the self-criticism that you have for yourself, it, no one else is watching. Just go for yeah. it. I mean, I yes. when I started this show, I was getting over a terrible breakup and I just had to get out of bed twice a week. I started it on Tuesday, Thursday. I'd been living with someone for six years and they left and, um, and I didn't have much notice. And um, so I just, I started doing this and I just called my friends <laughs> that I had already worked with either customers or friends and said, Hey, you want to be on my show? And mm -hmm. it got me totally out of the funk because I, I could learn from others. So yeah. I, I mean, that's really our opportunity now. And there's no, with technology, there's no reason you can't, you can have a show like this. You can yeah. um, have a blog. You can, yeah. um, is that a kitty cat? Yeah, my cat wants to get on camera here. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, hi. My, my yeah, around. sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> Cool. That's cool. The other beauty of working from home, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. See, that was the other thing is that when when the shutdown happened, a lot of people had started working from home. And Jay Wildner said, you guys work harder at home. Let them see that be, working from home is even better. And it, mm -hmm. it's, it's a win-win for most companies. Well, then, then you get used to using your computer in a different way at home and so if you retire then you have a whole different relationship with the tool set right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly and i see a nice future where we do get together in person so with bringing wisdom bears together we could have real conferences or, or trips or things like that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, distracting. So this is um, this is really a wonderful program that you put together. It's um, rockyourwisdom.com is the website. And I really think that um, the whole philosophy of um, expanding and keep going with your life where you are um, learning and growing and sharing, and um, I mean, my idea of heaven is filled with books. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I love to read. <laughs> I love to learn. But but the thing is, this gives you a chance to share too, which yeah. is such a high reward, right? It is. It is. It's like win 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 win, right? Everybody yeah. benefits, even right? the person. So yeah. Olivia, could you give us some examples? I, I'm going to show your website as well, but could you mm -hmm. give us some examples of um, people that you've worked with and the change that you've seen? Because I'm sure over the times that you've been doing this, um, that there's some wonderful stories that would help people identify themselves or, or have a daughter show her mother or father this <laughs> this recording. Could you share Absolutely. something? Yeah. So um, I mentioned Bart, who was in my program, and really found a way to put together this idea that he could take out to the world of bringing spirituality and science together. And he is part of the science community helped design some of the rockets. So he's having a really powerful impact in there. And what we're finding out is that a lot of these scientists do have spiritual interests that they've kept quiet. So he's making that a public conversation. And then I also mentioned Carl, who has for years been just helping people, even 
not even charging just because he loves listening to people and creating a, a map of their wisdom. So he's out there now working with CEOs and, and wisdom keepers, wisdom bearers. Uh, I helped a friend, Catherine Hollis Peters, and now she's pivoted into being an actress. So you might see her on Netflix. She had so many gifts that she just didn't quite see how to speak to them and uh, what her real genius is because she's this beautiful blonde and she's super smart. So she could put all that together and really use her wisdom to get her on the cover of Hollywood Magazine last month. Um, another friend, Antanas, genius with healing with food. So I've helped him kind of pull together and I'm still encouraging him to write a cookbook, but he's now working with people, helping them heal just by changing their diet. He goes on what he calls uh, shopping or grocery safaris, where he'll go to the grocery store with you and tell you which aisles you're allowed to shop in and which aisles you're not. <laughs> and then create a whole healing plan, which can be really healing, not just to the body, but to the spirit too, because we know, I know I'm drinking my greens right now to, that sharpen my brain. So yeah. I, I see that. I'm, I'm trying to think. That, yeah, there's just been quite a few people that well, I've worked with. That sounds great. And she, she really wants to wants to love you up. Um, well, that is um, part of the opportunity for people to get get out of their fears and programs of being seen get get into service and I just keep bringing up service because I see that um, you know the self-talk that we have a lot of times has kept us small playing small yeah. and um, and so what you're doing is empowering people to play it full out in a yeah. different way maybe than they had during their regular um, their their old business their this is their second better half or it, it's it's not just about nutrition it's about everything it's about mindset it's about um your um your capacity to clear your tra your childhood trauma it's a, it's about all sorts of it's about what you it's not just what you ingest in your mouth it's what you ingest what you read and listen to and music and and movement all of those things are all a component of it and um and and i just want to cheer you on because i think there's so much opportunity for us to problem solve all the changes that we we want to make this world a better place to live, uh, to live in for seven generations, which is what the indigenous make decisions on. Um, we have a lot of the answers to those questions yeah. if we're brave enough to share them, right? Right, and I'd love to add that I always say, <laughs> if you're feeling the thought of speaking in front of people or even writing and you get nervous or your heart rate goes high or you get sweaty that means your wisdom is just at the surface it's just get ready to break through so this is the time to really go for it yeah that's great that's great so you can harness those uh nerves and fears into um force and in, into uh accelerating your your use. And I, I do that a lot of times when I'm working with a new client right at the very beginning. I've done that since Arthur Anderson. So it's been like 25 years, 30 years um, that right before you started something new, it's like this weird excitement, fear thing that, yeah. <laughs> that you have to work on your confidence for, because what if I fail? Well, you can't fail, really. You can gain right. experience and and gain knowledge and and be in service. So, so yeah, um, like you, Edison said, he figured out thousands of ways not to build a light bulb. So that was his. <laughs> well, that is, uh, you know, when when I've I've had the pleasure of being around the near death experiencers a lot, and mm -hmm. that was one of the things that really struck me 
they come back courageous. They come back yeah. and they play full out. I mean, um, Ingrid Honkala, she drowned and she's a marine biologist for, for, for yeah. I mean, some of these people, they wow. just went straight at what they what they were afraid of and they're outspoken and they're sure they're standing in their power and, and sure of it. And that was a big thing to me to learn from them because the, number one, the articulation of they're very sure of themselves rather than us. We were people please. I was brought up people pleaser play this role mm -hmm. until I was like, yeah, you know, that's fun. <laughs> but well, I, but I was trained, right? Yeah. Yes, and one of the things we work on in, in my programs is the your why. What is it that's going to move you? So I shared mine. You know, I don't want to come back and do life over <laughs> the same way. And and others have different reasons, but it does. It is what motivates us to take those risks and really get out there. And then once we do it. It's magic what happens. The people amazing? love it. <laughs> That's so great. So I'm going to show your site now. And uh, so the people um, over and above the event that, um, that Olivia has, you want to make sure that you go to her site. And um, it's uh, love, make it your business is your tagline. And uh it's, uh, do you want to talk to any of these aspects here? Yeah, um, I don't, it looks like some of that didn't get refreshed on your browser. But I would encourage people to go uh, check. I have a bunch of ebooks and they're free. And uh, if you click on that page for ebooks, the books, free ebooks, uh, okay. Free books, yeah. There, there's a lot there that it's, it's loading slow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so there's one, you know, I uh, I have this process I take people through called wisdomology. So it's the the steps to get your wisdom out. So there's a free ebook on that, and I have one called Hyalogue, which came to me when I was hearing all these debates and people that are uh, sort of arguing. And I thought, you know, if we could connect with a high frequency, we could actually talk about differing opinions in a way that probably could unveil some real solutions if we're not stuck on being right all the time. So that's another book I wrote. I just get these inspirations, five levels of self-awareness I wrote one time. It just came through in my morning writing. So just enjoy them. And, you know, I'd love your feedback if you. Uh, beautiful. If you They're beautiful. Well, I just um, moved all my, uh, my funnels or, you know, the, the mechanics behind it. So if anybody finds out they get the wrong book, let me know. <laughs> but we're all doing this, a lot of us on our own. And, you know, I kind of find it fun and I like to be able to do it when I get inspired. So I keep that for myself. Well, I mentioned before the, your love at work book and the idea of this is so important. Um, do you want to share a little bit more about this whole love at work method? We have a little more time. And I, yeah. I really think that that was a very, I, I, I've been very inspired by it. Oh, thank you. So yeah, so Love at Work, as I said, it starts out with a, some logic around some things that are happening in our consciousness that really argue for a different way of leading and being in business. And then I kind of go into my own journey and how I realized that, and this is the Love at Work method, which I kind of talk about in Love at Work, but then I really expand on it in the Love at Work method, which is really about loving ourselves, And then owning, so it spells out the word love, owning our superpowers, and then just visualizing who is it we're here to serve and, um, and what is the future we can create, and then just engage, get out there with your energy. And it has steps in it. So it's um, it's something I think the first part, especially love all yourself. I spent a lot of my early life not really having much confidence. I had a lot of uh, abandonment, people dying. That wasn't uh, so much abuse, but I think a lot of people that grow up with abuse and people like me that grow up sort of on our own, 
we figure out life to survive. And those skills, I think, serve us well when we're older. So I would encourage those of you that may feel like you know a lot, but had a lot of trauma, maybe the trauma is what taught, gave you so much wisdom. Does that make sense, Kathy? Yes, yes. Um, I, I mean, I think that um, the, this whole period that we've been through for the past three years has been a call to, to look at childhood trauma from zero yeah. to seven and to um, address as much of that shadow work or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And it is like an onion because we buried the, the big things. But it's funny how we think we're hiding it all, but people can, sensitive people can peg you right away. Well, abandonment or this or that. They can, mm -hmm. they can tell what you, um, what wound you're hiding, but, but it may be underneath multiple, uh, because we're, if our worldview has that trauma, we um, actually attract more of it until we don't. Yeah. And it can be intergenerational or in some belief systems, it could be from past lives. So it's, That's right. it's nothing to feel any kind of shame. In fact, I think shame is the lowest energy on the scale of frequencies. And I don't engage in it. I just think it's, it's, it has no place in the next world that we want to create. Because I feel like our wisdom and with what's happening on the globe, that we can create heaven on earth. And it's yes. our obligation as people with life experience and knowledge and higher power, higher intuition to, uh, to yeah, to help others and lead the way. So yeah. if you're attracted to this, you're a leader. <laughs> you better own it. Well, I, I do think that the, the people that have done this work, um, mostly they've had mo more life experience um, um, because and they've seen the repetitive um, story show up maybe in their life story. And then yeah. um, they're they're more courageous if they will be courageous and release all of it. They're the ones that are going to help us pick a new way of being. Because yeah. we're going right now, we're in, you know, going, we're in this huge time of change. The earth is in the Milky Way and our solar system is in a certain part where we're getting photonic energy. So it's mm -hmm. upgrading everything, every planet in our solar system, all of us, where any organic material is changing. And um, so there's, there's, more chance to hold more light and love in your being and ex and use that to shift out of these, um, I'm, I'm gonna still call them programs because that's what it really feels like. They're simulation programs that may have been part of our soul mission or mm -hmm. our soul experience um, in order to bring us our gifts, to bring us to a new yeah. awareness. And once we release the fear of showing them or using them, sky's the limit. Yeah. And I've been hearing that we're going from carbon based to crystal base. Yeah. So yeah. we're becoming beings of light. And I would invite people to look at the children these days. So I feel like we were born in a pretty dense time, but this is the best time to be alive. And I think the children. I look at my grandchildren and I think they're way ahead of me energetically from when I was that age. They can, they seem to be able to tolerate stuff that would have been harder for me. And I feel like they're here to teach us and we need to prepare the way for them by, by creating and kind of saving, you know, what we have so that they can be the next leaders. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more um question for you that I hope will um, be illuminating for everyone is right. about listening. Um, there's something about the wisdom, um, being a wisdom strategist, that you have learned the skill of listening about being totally present and listening to others. And many, mm -hmm. I imagine many of the people in Rock Your Wisdom are the same, 
where they have a way of being present. Could you talk a little bit about that? Because it is an art and it's mm -hmm. um, it's not being taught anywhere, but, but I think you exemplify it. Could you talk a little bit about conscious listening? I can, yes. And I do talk about that in my Hialog book. So uh, it's, it's such a great topic. I'll just share a little story. When I was young and I had a lot of trauma, I didn't feel good about myself, but I was a good problem solver. And so I was one of those people, and we all have them in our lives, that give unsolicited advice. You know, I was one of them. And one time my sister-in-law called me and she said, Olivia, I want to share something and I don't want you to fix it. And I'm like, really? Such good ideas. I mean, this was, you know, 20 years ago. And so I said, all right. And I just sat and I listened and I realized she was processing her issue and she came up with a better solution than I did. So I was fascinated by that. And I really made a practice then of saying, if I was listening to somebody, if they were sharing, I would give it all my attention. And then if a solution might pop into my brain, which it often would, I would just say, I would first be an empath, like, wow, that that's tough, or, or that's amazing, or whatever it is. And then I'd say, hey, can I make a suggestion? Or So there's ways to be engaged, especially for those of us that have a strong left brain and want to solve problems for people, because that feels good. And I was paid for that in business, but it didn't work well in my personal life, especially around my family. And so that's, I thank my sister-in-law to this day for teaching me or really kind of waking me up and then learning more, studying how to be a good listener and how to not be thinking of your response when somebody's talking, just trusting it'll come back if you need it, if an idea comes in, but really being present. And I actually have an ebook called The Dove Method, where I encourage people before you're going to be in a conversation to for the D is drop down into your heart and then open your heart chakra and then visualize pink or white light or something and then exchange that light. So it kind of spells out the world for dove, which means peace. It's a great way to have a really peaceful engagement where you can listen deeply and also participate. Wonderful, wonderful. That That is exactly what I was hoping you would share because I do think that's one of the gifts that the people in your event, um, rockyourwisdom.com, your event that's starting tomorrow, um, mm -hmm. that they all have learned from because of their experience, their life experience and their business experience, they've learned how to listen and adapt and serve. And that's what um, the opportunity is for all of us um, to be in that place without um, compartmentalizing our life. That's mm -hmm. what we did in the past is we showed up with a costume. When I was at Arthur Anderson, I was that. I was that manager or, or yeah. um, when I had my clothing store, I was that. So you just end up being you. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's so much more liberating, right? It is. And it's, I think I mentioned at the when I worked for these credit card banks, I would want to have spiritual conversations. So I'd find people and go to lunch and just talk about spirituality, but I couldn't express it all openly because who knows, maybe it would be okay. But it was, I was afraid because right. I kept that kind of in a closet for myself. Right. Right. Well, now it's it's perfect to be you, be liberated, to um, to have someone help you find your genius, help you on your path to um, to sharing your gifts, and really have a lot more fun in life than you may yeah. have been having before, because it's time to rock it. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Your wisdom. So, Olivia, one more time, we want to share best ways for everyone to get a hold of you. Well, so please come to the summit tomorrow. It's totally free, virtual, rockyourwisdom.com. And then you can always email me, olivia at oliviapr.com or my website, oliviapr.com. 
and we're getting ready to launch Quantum Wisdom Institute, which mm -hmm. eventually I'm going to have a platform to share people who have wisdom to share. So I'll be linking to those different wisdom bearers so they can become wisdom sharers. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. The opportunity, you guys, is immense. And um, please, we need you. The, you came here on assignment, if you forgot, <laughs> which you may have. Uh, that's a part of the game. Um, but it's time for you to wait, remember, and uh, let's have some more fun with all of this. So thank you, Olivia. Thank you for including oh, me in your you. event. I really love what you do and I appreciate you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you too. I love you. Yeah. Bye, so thank you everybody. Please share this. I'm sure there's family that might enjoy this, that, that <laughs> would like to hear this. Thank Show you.